it's about our own success and our own pride and our own motivation and our own beauty and a life that we can have when we stop gambling. I hope that's the way it works for you. It's the way it's worked for me and I'm, I'm so grateful for it. As we're seeing real progress, real growth in our lives, that's when we're in recovery, where we're gaining what was lost forever, what we thought was lost forever, taking the first step towards real lasting change. That kind of ties into what I was talking about yesterday about how if we're really doing the work, the digging the deep work, the not just talking the talk, but walking the walk, it really is. It is life changing and it is easy to capture the progress in a way. Like if we're bullshitting everybody or, you know, like just going to meetings so we could say we went to meetings or going through the motions. I'm trying to think of other examples. I'm just going through the motions. You know, maybe it's going to rehab because your spouse wanted you to, but you just go and you, you know, are kind of on vacation for 30 days or, or whatever that looks like. It's different than when you actually go and work on it. And I was talking to one of my friends in the industry last week about how he's, he's interning at this place and he's like, I can totally see right away the clients that wanted that like are there for themselves and those who aren't. And I think that that's sticking with me as well. Like, yeah, it has to be about us. And it doesn't have to start out that way either. I want to call that out because I said to him, I was like, oh, like when we were in treatment, like we were the two that wanted help. And he's like, yeah, but I didn't originally. Like he was forced to go in. He's like, it it was funny to hear him say it. He's like, I wanted to be there, then I didn't. Or I didn't want to be there, then I did, then I didn't. You know, like then he wanted to go take what he learned. It was it was just interesting, but the the end game really needs to be that we're doing it for ourselves. In time, we'll find we can make good on our good intentions and rebuild our trust in ourselves. Today, let me feel grateful for the program. Let me see how it how it has already helped me change. And that was the part I wanted to talk about was this how it helps us change. The whole drinking thing it's it's really interesting. I think that this had to be part of. Not that this was intentional when I set it up, but I think that the drinking component on this trip is developmental for me. And it's another part of my recovery that I'm learning, like, how do I handle these situations? And how do I navigate the relationships involved with people that I have? So last night, I was literally at a bar for about seven hours, six, seven hours, long time. That's like where we all meet and congregate. And that's where I know all my friends will be. Not all my friends, but all my friends from this circle of friends. And I drank water all night. And don't worry, I did make sure that I had um, some lemon cake, the most amazing lemon cake I've ever had. They grilled it and then they served it with ice cream. And yeah, I can get with that. And by the way, so here's here's me making intentions. When I get back, I'm going to go back to being good. And me and Sugar are going to have to break up for a while because... I understand that I'm probably giving myself a little more grace because I'm not drinking because I'm just on in vacation mode. But that's besides the point. Anyway, so I'm at the bar and the girl that I'm staying with, I didn't really tell her I'm not drinking because I didn't know what I was doing. You know, when I got here, I was like, I guess I was leaving myself an out that if I wanted to drink, I could. And while we were at the bar, a couple people noticed because I always drink a Long Island iced tea, which is brown, and obviously um, water is not brown, hopefully. So one person asked, and then it, you know, it caught some other people's attention. 
And, you know, if you're in a drinking environment, people really don't pay attention. You know, like just everybody has a drink. But it did get noticed. And one of my friends said to me, it was pretty interesting. He's like, well, what about our dynamic? Like, he he was really um, stumped or intrigued by what does it look like now that I'm not drinking. And uh, I can't wait to hear him expand on that a little more because he thought I got offended by that. And I really wasn't offended. I just thought it was an interesting question. So then I get home to where I'm staying and she drinks and I know she drinks and that doesn't really matter to me. This isn't about her, right? She was telling me about a conversation she had the day before and another girlfriend says, well, you know, Bobby's not drinking. Like, should you have beer in the house? And it's really funny because I don't drink beer anyway. She was like putting this ownership of my decision on the girl's house that I'm seeing. And it's not, she doesn't have to change anything about her. This isn't about her. (laughs) And it was just really interesting. And I said to her, she goes, well, you didn't tell me you weren't drinking. And I was like, well, because it's not, this is that whole taking away the power part of it. And I guess this could be applied, you know, if you were in a gambling circle of friends too with the poker party or, you know, they're all in football leagues, those things too. So there was a lot of conversation about that. And it doesn't phase me because I know, you know, like they're not okay. I, I won and out at their gambling or at their football thing and then running to the casino or whatever. But even if they were, it, didn't, it just doesn't matter. None of that matters. Like we're all get to live our own lives. That's the beauty of it, right? So I said to her, I was like, it's okay. Like this is your house and I am here and I'm going to have a blast. I had a great time last night. I played with this a little last September when I was here. I made it a point to not get drunk. Like I was drinking, but I didn't get drunk because I wanted to be mindful and I wanted to remember all the conversations. I ha- I've always hated that through my drinking career of being told stuff or people would be like, remember, and I don't remember. So I'm, I'm submerged in this environment. And don't get me wrong, there's at least two people in our circle that don't drink ever. You know, one guy has, well, now that I've been gone four years, he's probably been clean six or seven years. I had heard that one of the other friends that I have here got a DUI last year. So that was pretty humbling. And then there's another one of my key friends that, you know, his girlfriend always has the regular wine and he has this alcohol-free wine. And it's fine. Like, it just is. So we're going to a St. Patrick's Day party on Saturday, right? <laughs> Which I didn't even know or I would have packed some of my really fancy St. Patrick's Day clothes. But I am looking forward to it, even though it's live music. I know it's going to be too many people for my liking which is probably part of why I liked drinking. And like, because last night felt very loud to me and busy. And I guess I expected, you know, my quiet little life. I know I was going to a bar, but it was like double busier than normal, according to what everybody said. So it wasn't just me. Saturday can be a challenge. I don't think from the not drinking place, but the not drinking to deal with the drinkers, right? I could see that being kind of an interesting thing. So I'll keep you posted on how that goes. But regardless, my, my message with this, because it can be applied to gambling, and I went through it with gambling, I just happened to be able to share it with you live with the drinking is, the people who love us and are meant to be in our lives are going to love us and be in our lives, whether we're gambling or not, drinking or not, fat or not, whatever whatever that is. Like, that's the whole point of unconditional love. And I'm so excited and happy and grateful that I have this group of friends and not just this group, but really any of my friends that are my friends 
they don't care. And I don't say they don't care, like they don't care that I'm not drinking. Actually, quite a few of them you know another friend checked in and said, hey, what did you decide about drinking? And uh, this is someone I've only known a few months. And he was checking in on me to make sure that, uh, you know, I was okay. He's somebody in recovery, but he knew that I was struggling with this and uh, with this decision. And I thought it was amazing like to have people like that that check in and are, you know, making sure I'm okay with it. It's like super exciting. And that's the beauty of recovery too, that whole connection and fellowship stuff we talked about yesterday. So that's kind of my thoughts for today. I got to run into a store before I go into water volleyball, which I'm so freaking excited. I'm not really good at it, but it's fun trying. And uh, got a busy, busy day today. I'm going to, I'm going to do this and then I'm going to go see my friend's gun shop. And then there's some more picnics tonight. There's more of that sugar. And it's okay because it's really just about socially distance love, (laughs) I guess is the way to put it. So thank you for tuning in. I will, I'm going for a hike first thing in the morning tomorrow. So sometime between that and the St. Patrick's Day party, I will try to check in with the 26th reading and see what shows up today. What kind of fun stuff I can share with you tomorrow. All right. Love you, beautiful people. Have a great weekend.